I'm off my game today. No, you're not. That's true. People are going to have to start making better content. I think we're going to be talking about this for a long time. When you program for everyone, you program for no one. I think it's that we're a purpose-driven platform. Like, we're trying to get to substance. How okay. was that? Are you happy with that? Yeah. This is marketing therapy right now. It, it really is. <laughs> yeah. What's up? I'm Laura Carrenti. And I'm Alexa Kristen. Welcome back to Adlandia. So one of the things Laura and I have always talked about is why don't people just ask more questions? Right. We are super obsessed with the why. And I think a lot of the work that we have focused on over the course of our time working together and um, the things that we always point to and say, yes, that's the thing, has been what I think bleeds into culture. And you can tell when people really take their time with wrapping context um, and putting work into the market that integrates seamlessly versus lives adjacent to. And I think as marketers, we forget to like kind of ask ourselves that question of like, why? What motivates me? Right. What, right? What excites me? Right. And putting that into your work and actually asking questions about the work. It's funny. I sit with a lot of people now who are writing a lot of like marketing copy and I always ask, would you read this? Would you actually read it's a this? great, simple question. It's a simple question. And you want the answer is? How many times? No, they're like, yeah, no. I'm yeah. like, well, then we got to go rewrite it. I mean, two of the key things that I think we've heard over the last few episodes, I think stemming back to Josh Sternberg being on the show, um, you know, as somebody who's watching the market as, as a reporter over Adweek to, you know, Cody and Mike Tong, two young guys who left the agency world to build their own thing. There, there's these piecemeal signals, right? And two of the, th the biggest trends that I think we're seeing are the idea of like being able to bring your whole self to the table, allowing all of the inputs and influences in your life to affect your creativity. And call that data, by the way. Right. Right. And then the other. The other is really about asking the simple questions, like questioning it. And I think w what we're going to hear from our next guest is allowing yourself to imagine and allowing yourself to kind of like go down a road where you start with a simple question actually can lead to bigger and cooler and smarter and more impactful work than it is when we have something in a nice little clean box that we've put together, either whether it's a brief for a media plan or something, ask what isn't there. Yeah, the blue sky thinking. We can all talk about thinking this way, but it's really about behavior. It's how we start training our brains. I think our next guest, Brad Grossman, who's the founder of Zeitguide, really has been training C-level executives to think like a Hollywood producer, to dream, to let their minds kind of go down and pull in a ton of data, but use their gut and their heart to lead them to what really makes sense. And my hope is that that then trickles down through organizations because I think some of these young people making these decisions in the weeds are in search of those sorts of inputs that go far beyond an index or a data point. Or something, as Beth Comstock has always said, they feel like permission's granted. On that note, we'll be right back. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. 
Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. And we're back in the studio with Brad Grossman, the founder and CEO of Zeitguide, the oracle to the industry. Welcome. Wow. God. Okay. I know, that's Who's a big... the oracle to me? I don't know. Who is the oracle to you? You guys. It's Bra- All right. All right. Brad, welcome now we're to the talking. Show. So where, what is the Zeitguide and how did you become the Zeitguide to the Zeitgeist? Okay. Zeitguide means guide to the Zeitgeist. Okay. okay? <laughs> Got it. Zeitgeist, which many people don't know um, what the real meaning is of it, but Zeitgeist means spirit of the times in German. What the Zeitguide is, is basically we guide super busy executives on what they need to know so that they can lead themselves towards what's next. So you're the coach. The Zeitgeist coach. Got it. Yes, yes. We guide them through our constantly changing culture so they're best prepared for the future. <laughs> Yeah, my brother's a business guy, so he makes me kind of say that stuff. 
<laughs> he, he's one of my partners. Tell us okay. because it's an it's an unlikely story okay. about how Zeit Guide and how you became the Zeit coach? Guide coach for the Zeitgeist. And it has to do with Hollywood. You were in Hollywood. Yes. Well, to tell you the truth, um, I started this company after doing what I do now for other leaders and helping them understand what's outside their company walls. I did it for the Oscar Award winning and Emmy Award winning producer, Brian Grazer. Who's a really good friend of yours now. He's a very good friend of mine. Yes, yes. yes. He produces some stuff. And did you grow up together? How do you know Brian? Oh, God, you're, you're even going further back. I actually was, now that I'm like a tutor to C-suites, um, C-suite executives, um, I was a chemistry tutor to high school kids in Los Angeles, and I started this little tutoring company called Institutor, and then one day I get a call from- uh, I feel like there was like some logo on like a geo tracker, it's, like well, you were oh, jamming it, through LA, oh like Institutor! That's, that's so funny deet because deet. my logo, well that's, oh my god, right? yeah, well I, I, I modeled after Charles and Charles meets the nanny, right? <laughs> So, and I was a delight to, you know, all the parents of my <laughs> clients um, who were students um, who happened to be from the Hollywood establishment. And yes, I had this little Volkswagen convertible <laughs> and my logo had me in the convertible <laughs> with sunglasses on with the hon you know, horn honking and said two two. Seriously? I swear. Oh so my like God. Totally That's amazing. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Great mar was marketing. It was, it <laughs> was, it, was it a cabriolet? It totally was. Oh, my God. I so wanted that car in high school. But anyway, <laughs> they don't a, make it they, anymore. They called it a cabrio then. Yeah, mm. cabrio. Right. Yeah, in what year was this? 2002. I was tutoring some of the sons and daughters of Brian Grazer's friends, and he heard about me. And after three years of building this company, I get this phone call from Brian Grazer's office, and they're like, hi, this is... Uh, I think his assistant at that point was Miguel. Hi, this is Miguel from Brian Grazer's office, and uh, I'd love to set up a meeting between you and Brian Grazer. And I'm like, really? And, you know, does he want me to tutor his kid? And I said, and, and they said, no, he just wants to meet you. He loves doing this thing. He loves meeting with interesting people who are outside his um, industry. And he heard that you're a great tutor. And I'm like, wow, okay, well, I'll, I'll come in and, and see him. And so I walk into his office, and he's like, there's Brad Grossman, the tutor to the stars. And I'm like, wow, that's, that's, that's generous. And he's like, I don't want you to tutor my daughter. I want you to tutor me. And I'm like, in what? You know, he's like, well, what do you tutor? I'm <laughs> like, I do calculus. I do chemistry. He's like, chemistry? Really? And he takes out this uh, periodic table from uh, behind a sofa, <laughs> that, Ol that Oliver Sacks gave him, and and I basically taught him what the periodic table was. You know, Brian was really awesome in the sense that, you know, he is a self-proclaimed dyslexic, and he said that, you know, the only thing he learned in school was that he couldn't learn in school. Mm -hmm. So he wanted this kind of what's called a curiosity tutor, and uh, just to kind of teach him about the world and help him get outside the... Hollywood bubble. Curiosity tutor. That is so that cool. That is so cool. Yeah. And everyone should have or you should become. That should be your title. Forget curiosity, the Zeit coach. Yeah. Well, that curiosity, yeah. Curiosity tutor. How long did you work with Brian Grazer tutoring him? Being the, the curiosity tutor. The curiosity tutor. And was that uh, like your solo gig? It was my it was solo gig. It was like my life. I did it for five years. So how did you pivot? Like what was the sort of moment you're like, 
done this thing for five years, like amazing opportunity, but there's clearly something bigger that I could be doing here. Like, did you have a moment? Was it a long drawn out business plan? Like, what was it? Two things. One, um, I didn't want to be a movie producer. So, and, you know, so there was no reason for me to stay in that position. I realized that I've always had a career in terms of education, but educating people in a way that inspires them. That's why I call myself a Zeitgeist coach instead of a tutor because like I'm more of a coach, right? Right. I didn't call myself a chemistry tutor. I call myself an academic coach because my job is to help you reach your full potential. And I just thought that what I did for Brian, I could do for other people. At first I was meeting with a lot of people and telling them what my idea was to work with people in every single vertical, so to speak. Um, and they're like, what, what, are you kidding me? Like, go back to Hollywood. That job doesn't exist. You went from and are going from just giving people information to actually teaching them how to think. Yes. Right. Yes. So people are pulling you into their organizations and you're actually teaching C-level executives how to think and then how to train their teams to think they don't really have time to really sit and think and brainstorm with a person who is outside of the chaos let's say i mean let's you know the chaos of their daily lives and the chaos of the industry or how their companies are being disrupted yeah you know uh it's it's they could strategize with the geniuses inside and they could hire a bunch of consultants to kind of come in and advise them what to do but very few of them have the time to just kind of like think like a science fiction writer with somebody who is very multidisciplinary like me and my team. So what know? is curious? So that's really interesting, like thinking like a science fiction writer or a filmmaker or a creator. Yeah, like I, I got taught how to think like a movie biz, a movie producer. Yeah. Right. In the movie business. And that's basically thinking in a way that is so blue sky that anything can happen from because an it alien can. take yeah. and what we're realizing now is that anything can happen i mean and anything that happens now has more impact on the world and business than anything that has ever happened mm -hmm. before it's any black swan event that you know everything's happening so quickly and we're so connected and at the core media impacts culture right and now that social media is causing more media to be out there and connecting to more people just more things are happening that you never really thought that would expect be expected at a much faster rate right so, right so so, so, so so the thing you yeah. just said around media impacting culture right so mm -hmm. obviously is this show talking to brand marketers and agency folk and creative types who are creating the messaging that's it's adjacent to that media are using that pipe to disseminate you know thoughts and provocations and and all the things that we do as marketers um is it fair to say and, and curious to get your take as as a zeitgeist coach tutor guru um <laughs> Do brands nowadays have more or less influence in the market? We are seemingly consuming mm -hmm. more and more and more. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it feels that consumers are equally, equally skeptic. I well, I think consumers have more power than ever before. Now, more than ever, uh, consumers are shaping businesses um, because they're just not going to buy anything that you're – you know that that you're 
that they're selling to you unless they actually want it. And there's so much information out there that you, the brands don't have the direct, not only do they not have the direct line to them, they also, um, their messaging is being crowded out by everything else. That's I've worked at Goldman Sachs. I've worked with Unilever, I worked with Disney, I worked with Fox, I, um, Sony, GE, yes, Beth Comstock, uh, I mean, uh, Nickelodeon, I've worked with, uh, you know. What is the key to curiosity? Like, how does a curious person behave? No ego, excited about learning, knowing that they don't know, um, not going to the most obvious source for the answer, um, not even having direction sometimes, and not even having a plan. I uh, tell my clients that they should just like have one day, which is almost impossible, um, to just go on a learning journey. You know, have what would a, that look like for like a, a Beth Comstock, a Disney executive? Uh, what does that look like? What I say that to them is that write on a piece of paper every single question that you've been having or been thinking about that you don't really know the answer to. Um, that's one part of the process. The other part of the process is, you know, get all the material, all the emails, and basically just see like what your gut is really, you know, connecting to. Like, I think we're all curious right now, subconsciously, right? But I think you have to be curious consciously as well. I love that. First of all, you have to admit that you don't know something. And if you don't know something, you shouldn't feel bad about it. You know, what I yeah. think we do a lot in this industry. Mm -hmm. I think that we have a lot of questions that we don't actually allow ourselves to ask. Like you don't actually stop and say, I just, I have a question about that. Why doesn't that make sense? Well, I, I got just, this yeah. media plan. Like how many people have said, oh, I got this media plan. And someone says, well, what about And they're like, I don't know. I didn't ask. Why? Well, I think that that's a tremendous uh, distinction in the marketplace of people focused on transactional media versus creative media. Mm -hmm. And I think ultimately at the end of the day, people are judging things on face value and rate cards and things that have finite definitions or an understanding of the way the market works. And then I think the difference of other people's work is what you just said, pushing and, back and, and, and saying and that asking, actually isn't finite. Like right. a rate card isn't fucking finite. Right. But, but I, I do think that that is a distinct difference. <laughs> what I think is interesting too, and, and I think it is a, a sign of some of the leaders that I've enjoyed are the people who know are comfortable knowing what they don't know. And they surround themselves with people who can help input those answers so that they can come to a more informed decision. And I think seeing that offering, it's, it's interesting just as you're talking, I'm spending a lot of time right now looking at tools and resources and inputs that help make us better marketers and, and specifically better media planners. And frustrating thing is so many of the tools and resources that are currently available do everything but provide context and culture. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering if you're not onto something. We also had Pierce Fox on the show at PSFK mm -hmm. and, you know, all of this different trend spotting and these signals and the fact that you know, you're sort of contained right now in, in the C-suite. Like, I want to see the Zyke coach unleashed to the area of the market where I think it's so desperately needed. And that's at the people making some of these, the day -day. Daily, da yeah, yeah. these daily decisions. Because we know that companies are amass 
a lot of data, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of data. Um, you know that they're going to be starting to donate their data for good in the like the United Nations. Uh, yep. Anybody who's researching the impact of uh, AIDS uh, of anything, yeah, frankly, anything. I think it's more about solving big global problems and where corporations could use that data, um, not just to help their consumers, but to help their consumers that are just citizens of the world. I love that. Yeah. So, so should we get into our game? Yes. Brad, it's time. Kill by DIY. If you could kill anything, what would it be? The and bullying and hate. Yeah. But I'm down with that. What would yeah. you buy if you could buy anything? Love and peace. Right. And what would you do yourself that somebody else may be doing that you want to build? A yoga instructor. Nice. Um, so, Brad, if people want to get in touch with you, ask you more about the zeitgeist, how do they get in touch with you? The zeit, well, they want to well, ask you about the zeitgeist and get your coaching. Zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, well, they could go to zeitguide.com. Um, again, zeit is <laughs> Z-E-I-T-G-U-I-D-E. Um, zeit meaning time in German, to help you remember it. Guide like TV guide, which... You know, doesn't exist anymore, or does it? Um, so, zeitguide.com, and uh, I'm also at Bragro. Love so, it. Uh, well, Brad, yeah. thank you. It's thank been you fun so having much, Brad. you. Thanks. This was really fun. So, thank you to Brad Grossman, the CEO of Zeitgut. A big thanks to our family and friends at Panoply. Matt Turk, Andy Bowers, Jacob Weisberg. We'll be back in two weeks. See you, Adlandia. Full disclosure, our opinions are our own.